Julie Foudy, and I'm here as always with Lynn Olzawi. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Julie. Lynn, cue the crowd noise, please. Welcome to the season for Dopies. And a little bit of background on the Dopies Award Show. We essentially wanted to recreate the magic of the Oscars, mm-hmm. the emotion of the Grammys. Yep. The passion of the Tonys. Totally. All while capturing the best of the best from our prior season of guests. So we thought we must have our very own award show for our dope village. And we shall call it, drumroll please, The Dopies. And this is our fourth Dopies. Whoop whoop. Are you ready to give out some awards, Lynn? I am. Let's do it. I say we give the people what they want and get right to it. Why don't you hand out the first Dopey? Oh, it'd be my honor. This Dopey came on the heels of the Lynn game. We played with Marathon Runner and fellow Notre Dame grad, I might add, Molly Seidel. If you remember, she qualified for the Olympic marathon after running her first ever marathon. Crazy. In that episode, the game needed a tiebreaker. I suggested rock, paper, scissors because we were doing over we were doing it over Zoom. That was vetoed. So I then asked a question, so glad I asked this question, that has been heavily debated on this podcast. And as a result of Molly's answer, she gets the to be or not to be a donut award. Is a cinnamon roll a donut? Do we need to like put together a full argument on this? Because I yes. feel like I yes. can go like deep into like yes. the logistics of donuts. Yes. No, a cinnamon roll is not a donut because a donut specifically rests on the base that it must be fried and yeasted unless it's a cake donut. A cinnamon roll is baked and spiralized. This is neither including the whole, though it's not filled with anything either. Just logistically, it doesn't include any of the constituent parts that a donut were, would require, that is a morning bun. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I want to, that is going to be my loop to waking up every morning. Molly just went full on biochemist. Or uh, this is just this is just from someone who spent too long working at a bakery cafe and trying to explain what the different kinds of pastries are. Like, if you hey, ever wait, need to know I- the difference between, like, pan au chocolat and a morning bun, I'm your girl. <laughs> I'm your girl. Wait, time out. Cinnamon rolls in, like, traditional cinnamon, uh, sorry, not cinnamon stores, traditional donut stores are fried, Molly. You know a the tra- Wait, no. It's a tray bake, isn't it? You roll them up and you bake them in an oven. I think they are fried. You're thinking I- of a cinnamon twist. There is a separate cinnamon, like a cinnamon twist donut. However, a true cinnamon roll is made as a tray bake and baked together so the edges form together and they're pull apart. They're not fried at all? Ma'am, have you ever watched The Great British Bake Off? (laughs) (laughs) I still contend, Lynn. There are some donut places 
that fry their cinnamon rolls. Hence, a cinnamon roll does include some of the constituent parts that a donut requires. They are not all tray bakes. I still contend that. I think we can now establish, let's say it, a fried cinnamon roll is a variation of a donut. Boom, there it is. Our next dopey goes to two-time World Cup champion and soccer stud Kelly O'Hara. And this was a super fun episode because we had some of her national team friends Zoom bomb and surprise her in the middle of the conversation. We're trying to make the best of the Zoom situation. And in this instance, we had Alex Morgan pop in, Allie Long came in as well. And in this clip, you'll hear Emily Sonnet, who, can we just say, always delivers the laughs. Always. And we had her on a Just for Laughs episode at the beginning of quarantine last year with Lindsay Horan. And if you do need a laugh, go back and listen to that episode. (laughs) She never disappoints. This dopey is the World According to Kelly Award. Kelly, you don't know what kind of story, what story I'm going to tell? I can only imagine, Sonnet. Yes. Here, uh, maybe, 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 maybe I'm going to title this story, The World According to Kelly O'Hara. <laughs> um, Kelly, Kelly likes to, Kelly likes to do this thing where she, she likes to get coffee in the morning, but she likes to see what groups are going to go get coffee. Do you know where I'm going with this, Kelly? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> And Kelly will find like, you know, a group of four or five of us who already have a plan. She knows we have a plan. We only want to go 30 minutes max, you know, quick. in a van, go grab the coffee quick, come back, get ready for training, or maybe it's a day off. We just want to have a day at the hotel. Kelly will invite herself, which we love. We love that. She'll jump, she'll jump in that van. This is how, how, and- how to make friends one-on-one right here. <laughs> And she tells the group of five or four exactly where they're going, even though they have a plan already in place. Just to be clear, just because this happened once. It's happened a few times. And the mo- and, and, and we were in, where were, Kelly, where were we? We were in Manhattan Beach and she goes, all right, guys, she gets in the van, she straps in, seatbelt on. She goes, guys, in the back seat, she's not even driving. No, guys, I we're going I was to Venice. Driving. Was I not driving? No, I think, I think Lindsay was driving and she goes, guys, we're going to Venice. So almost three hours later, we returned to the hotel. And we have we have we have gotten caffeinated, so we did stop and get coffee. So that was checked off the list. But but three hour but but did you have a good time? <laughs> yeah, every single time. Yeah, we yeah, exactly. we do have a good time. Exactly, we do have a good time. If the world is going to be as you want it, you might as well make sure it's a good time type of world. Don't you think? Oh, I like that. That's a good one. Good time type of worlds. Say that again. If the world is going to be as you want it, you might as well make sure it's a good time type of world. And that's what she says. She says, you always have a good time with me though, right? (laughs) Speaking of a good time, we had fun in our interview with Clarissa Shields, AKA the GOAT, as she calls herself in the boxing community. Greatest woman boxer of all time. Sorry, no, she doesn't even clarify as boxer. She just says greatest woman of all time. I love that. The two-time Olympic gold medal boxing rock star told us in our episode with her one of my favorite stories, actually. That's why Clarissa receives the Show Your Moon Award. So when you were in bed, are you thinking like you just like can you feel it in your body? Like, I just cannot wait to unleash this tomorrow. 
So Michaela Mary will tell you this story. And she was my roommate. And she would tell you that I get so anxious at nighttime, the night before my fights, that mm-hmm. I get up and I start shadow boxing. <laughs> I don't, I don't care who's there. I don't care what I have on. This particular time, I was shadow boxing naked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so I'm throwing punches in the room, right? You know, <laughs> you know, get my stuff up. And Michaela, you know, she looks up and she's like, she tells everybody she's seen the moon. That's what she tells everybody. <laughs> And the moon is my butt, basically. And they're like, I just seen this. I just seen that she like, I just seen this figure, you know, and I knew it was Clarissa just throwing punches naked. I think I'm just going to start throwing punches naked. I'm going to be trying that. That could be a good time. Right? Uh, Clarissa is the quote, as we Mm -hmm. were discussing. Mm -hmm. And that then inspired you to come up with a moniker for our next award recipient. Yes, I decided that Missy Franklin is the GOAT or the greatest human of all time. She is a legendary Olympic champion swimmer and an absolutely wonderful person. As it turns out, you both share a love of a certain kitchen appliance. Tis true. Missy and I both know the virtues of the air fryer. Thus, Missy gets perhaps the most highly coveted Dopey (laughs) Award. The Appliance No One Should Live Without Award. (laughs) Most pressing questions. Are you ready, Missy? I'm sorry for the squeakiness in the background. Swaggy won and she got the toy. I lost, so I had to give Swaggy the toy. Uh, I saw you tweet to Simone Biles recently when she was like, I just put my pizza in the oven and I am not looking back. And you were like, girlfriend, you need an air fryer. And I literally could not have liked it. Um, If I had liked it a million times, that wouldn't have been enough because I have an air fryer. They are the best kitchen appliance. Right? Game changers and the pizza in them. Oh, yeah. they're the best for reheating leftover <sighs> vegetables. Like that's my thing. It's like I Hayes literally calls me a giant vegetable because I'm obsessed with vegetables and I eat them all the time. But if you're someone that doesn't like vegetables, oh my gosh, get an air fryer. Like you get the crispy and the, oh sweet potato fries. Oh, don't I could just for days. Was there a question in there? No, was that was it. it. There was no question. Okay. I will only say that my husband for, I'm not kidding, a good eight months was like, honey, I really want to buy an air fryer because he is the one who is the chef in the family, bless his soul. And I was like, I mean, we have we have every appliance that you could use to cook. I was like, no, we do not need an air fryer. And now I'm obsessed with it. Life-changing. Yeah, I was like, I'm so wrong. He goes, write that down <laughs> in the contract. You found the error in your ways. We brought you onto the good side. (laughs) Let the record show you do air fry a mean tater tot, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Because I think it's really a fine art. A craft. A craft, if you will. Mm. Some skill, but Mm -hmm. mostly raw natural talent the air fryer 
You, sh you should try it, man. Everyone's doing it. You own the air fryer in the kitchen. I do. I'm, I'm best at putting frozen tater tots in it. And onion rings on occasion. <laughs> Along with the air fryer, there was something else we learned this season that we both felt was a necessity in your life. Mm. We had professional rock climber Emily Harrington on the pod, who was a total blast, as we mm -hmm. both agreed to talk with. And literally, she opened my eyes to a whole new world. As a result, we are giving Emily the Wide Mouth Bottle No One Should Live Without Award. We learned from the documentary Free Solo that climbers live out of vans, uh, especially near Yosemite, and they're quite small. So what is something that you have to have with you when you're staying in a van? Um, oh, there's a couple of things. Can I have like a few things? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so we have, a, we have a 1990 Ford Econoline with an Airstream topper. Her oh, name is nice. Sketchy Betty. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> She has loads of room. Um, but the thing about her is the bed is like really high. It's like a, one of those coffin beds that like you lay down in there and you can't sit up or anything like that. And it's really, if you have to pee in the middle of the night, it's a pain to get out. It's kind of mm -hmm. feels like dangerous because you have to like go down like six feet or something like that. And so, um, and especially I actually use these more than when I'm just in my van, but I, I have a, a pee bottle that I use. <laughs> Julie, you need one of those. I need that. Wait, tell yeah. me more. It's just a Nalgene, like a wide mouth Nalgene. Um, <laughs> it takes, and for women, women like like to mess around with like those pee funnel things. And like, there's all kinds of things on the market, but I don't believe in any of that. Just a wide mouth Nalgene. I'm considering doing a tutorial about how to pee in a Nalgene because I can do it pretty much anywhere. I can do it in bed. I'm really good at it. Um, there's a whole uh, technique and most women are like afraid to do it and it's not it's the best thing ever you don't have to get out of bed it's amazing no seriously you just changed my life I'm I yeah I know uh, you I, need to do that tutorial how does one do that horizontal is what I want to know well you do have to sit up you can't like oh. just, you can't just lay over but you kind of got to like crouch down a little bit um uh -huh. But, but you didn't have the headspace, it sounds like. I do. I, I, can, oh, like, you do. <laughs> I can like roll over onto my knees and like make it work. Um, <laughs> it's way better than crawling down and like, yeah, it's way better. <laughs> uh, is that no. what you do when you're climbing too? No, when you're climbing, you just, you just go. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you obviously like you pull your pants down, but when you pee, you pee like, you just pee off the wall into space and like. Right. It's. Sometimes it's unfortunate if it's windy, um, it can like blow back up. This is a tangent. Um, I actually got peed on while I was climbing on November 4th. Like, no way. yeah, it's a common thing on El Cap because there's like people above you, there's people all around. It's like, oh, what? It's very much an accepted thing that happens, like for sure. Like, if you climb enough on big walls, you're gonna get peed on, and you probably okay. will pee on someone else. Two corrections we're going to have to make to your story. You did it in 20 hours and you did it with piss on you. I, I mean, yeah. seriously. But you also, you just have to like it. You, that's one of those things you just, it happens and you like put it yeah. away in the cupboard and you just move on. 
<laughs> Could be I, the best, I have so many follow-ups, but I'm just going to let that one go. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can't let it go, honestly. I just need... <laughs> I need one thing. last, how, how did you discover this wide bottle? What did you call it? Wide bottle what? Like a Nalgene bottle, like the wide mouth. Just make sure you don't get one that's like a small, with like a small opening. Yeah, <laughs> it needs hard. to be like, just a normal Nalgene bottle is, is okay. what you use. And I discovered it because like going to the mountains, like going and climbing Mount Everest, it's super, super cold. And so like when you have to pee in the middle of the night, also when you go to altitude and you're acclimatizing, like getting used to altitude, yeah. you, you pee a lot. Um, that's just a part right. of the process. And so you get up and pee in the middle of the night, like multiple times, and you just don't want to get out of your sleeping bag. It's too yeah. cold. And so yeah. basically everyone has a pee bottle and you just like learn how to use it. Please do that tutorial, please. Yes, yeah, I please. should actually, because okay. I get a lot of questions about it and yeah. I, it's not that hard. Like as a woman, it's just not, it's just not that hard. Okay. We can all do it. And it should be noted, you gifted me my very own Nalgene wide mouth bottle in the close of that episode. Thank you so very much. I did. Have you christened it? With water. No peepees <laughs> yet. Use it a lot for water. No peepees. Well, it's there just in case. But I'm mm -hmm. glad to hear you're drinking water. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Staying yeah, hydrated. Me. It's important. Moving on. It is now time to hand out our final award. You know the saying, save the best for last. Well, we mean it here. Our dear friend and mental skills guru, Dr. Colleen Hacker joined us in the season four finale. I don't know about you, but it's that episode is one of my favorites we've ever done. Lots of takeaways, because we love our hackerisms. Oh, that's the sound effect we now use with all hackerisms. So, Colleen's Dopey is aptly called the oh! Award. How do we know if something brings us joy? You'll smile. You'll smile. If you have to ask, if you have to ask, I'd keep hunting joy. <laughs> Do I need to make a list of things? It's almost like chicken or the egg. Which, which comes first? Does joy come toward me or am I going toward it? Yes. Yes. What I would say to you is the reason that when you hunt joy, you can always find it is because it's around us all the time. The question isn't, is there joy in our lives? The question is, are we present? Are we open? And are we aware to receive that gift? I'm not trying to get woo-woo here, but like I'm sitting here and, and there's a decorated tree. I'm looking to my left and there's Puget Sound. I'm looking diagonally forward and there's old mm. growth forest that I run in. I am surrounded by joy. But if I don't have a, a presence and a willingness mm. and a commitment to look for it and bring it in, it's like, it's not even there. You become habituated to what's around you. So the antidote to, to being habituated to not recognizing it is to make it aware, make it explicit, increase our present focus, increase our awareness, increase our gratitude. We have so much, even in a time of loss, even in a time of, of great national and personal and family tragedy, 
We have so much goodness. So I simply say to people, some days you have to hunt a little bit harder, but aren't those the Easter eggs that are the most fun to find? Like when we transition from when we're little kids and, and that Easter egg hunt where they're like in the middle of the yard, brightly decorated because you have a two-year-old and the only thing that you're missing is a neon sign that goes, the egg's here, the egg's here. <laughs> you know, it's like when you have to really find it, you're like, Eggman, I found the one that was in the fourth tree and the fourth Y in the 12th. I had to get a ladder and a, and a crane and the fire department, but I got the egg. I mean, sometimes you have to hunt a little mm. bit more to find the joy and it's always rewarded and it's always worth it. We're going to start creating joy signs. Joy here. Joy here. <laughs> right? Here is joy. I, I know this will come as no surprise, but damn, do I love me some calling hacker. <laughs> How can you not? I think we should make it that we just have Flash, as I call her, Dr. Colleen Hacker, close out every season. I love that idea. Yes. Right? Maybe we start the season with her, have her on in the middle, <laughs> have her on speed dial. <laughs> oh, she's the best. All right. That is a wrap on the season four dopies. And a little congrats to all our esteemed winners. Uh, thank you to the dopest of all dope villages and all of dope land for continuing to share in this dope journey with us. As we leave you, a big old shout out to Ally Bank and Dick Sporting Goods for supporting us. Please yes. go support them. You can also do us a favor by heading to our Apple podcast page to subscribe, leave a message, give us a rating. It really does help us out. We don't exactly know the math behind it, but somehow it does. And <laughs> this we can do the math with. Please share an episode of Laughter Permitted with a friend so the dope village keeps on growing. Season five fires up on March 17th. We have our official launch date Woo! and we are super pumped about that. In the meantime, remember kids, sing it with us. Laughter, Laughter permitted. permitted. If you climb enough on big walls, you're gonna get peed on. <laughs>